on this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about how there's a new mayor in Orange County, Gateway Orlando is decorating their Lynx shelters, and there's a new poke place in Mills 50. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker, and I have a special guest with me today because Brendan O'Connor, my normal partner in crime, is up in his home country of Canada, and so I scoured Orlando to find the best <laughs> co-host of all of Central Florida, and I ended up with Big Tim Murphy. I actually think you just made a Facebook post, right, and like five people said my name, and that's... More than five. Tim. Okay, well, we'll at scour least ten. I don't know, brother. And I don't of think it was double ten, digits. Tim. I had to pick one. That's true. And I chose you. All right. And and if you want me to be honest, you were my first choice. Well, thank you, baby. So so uh, yeah yeah. I didn't know Brendan was Canadian. No, well no, he's Canadian. It's very Canadian. He's up in. Uh, he, he grew up in Sault Ste. Marie. I thought he was just. I don't know. Weird. <laughs> well, he is Canadian and weird. <laughs> yeah. They go together. <laughs> So yeah, uh, here on Bungalow on the it, bus. No, I thought he was doing an. I thought he was doing like one of them. Like sometimes people put on the fake like persona. It's like a, never mind. I know too many comedians is what it is. No, and I also one woman. Also one woman convinced me she was British for three weeks, and she wasn't British. She was just putting on an accent, <laughs> and I was the only one that didn't know. Well, Brendan is Canadian, and he is up in Canada, and so you are here on Bungalow on the bus where we talk about. All things Orlando, mostly in the downtown neighborhoods like uh, downtown and College Park and Delaney Park and a uh, little bit of Winter Park, a little bit of Maitland, all the bungalow neighborhoods. And so that's what we chat about here. And if, if you like what we talk about, you can go to bungalow.com. You can read all the stories. If you like our podcast, you can go to iTunes. You can go to Google Play. You can get it all there. And so that's sort of the spiel that we do. All right. Beginning, Big Tim. Because so, this is a radio, too, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. so don't say the F word. I'm going to try not to. Okay. <laughs> so uh, in Brendan's absence, normally Brendan is the one who does sort of all the work on the show, and I just sort of am the good-looking face. Yeah. And uh, this week, he's gone, so I did zero work. All right. And uh, we're just gonna we're just going to do this to prove I'm that we don't need Brendan. I don't know if we're going to be able to prove that yeah. tonight, but... We'll prove that we make something without him. That's true. So, so the probably the biggest news over the last week is that uh, Florida and Orange County specifically, we had elections. We did, and we have a new mayor in Orange County, Jerry Demings. Yeah, Sheriff Jerry Demings is now the mayor. Is now mayor elect uh, of Orange County. He's actually the first. African American mayor of Orange County. That doesn't surprise me in the least bit. <laughs> We've as come a Orla- long way. As Orlando native, we have come a long way. Uh, my yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. He's the first African American mayor. Well, he, I mean, he's been around for I think it said like thirty seven years. He's been yeah. in local politics. His wife Val Demings is a is a congresswoman. She won as well. She beat out her one competitor. Uh, so she's going to go back to Congress, but yeah. So Jerry, well, I think she just won her primary, didn't she? No. So there, there's nobody running against her. Oh, okay. She's automatically going to back to Congress. But Jerry, he was running against uh, two other people, Rob Panapinto and yeah. Pete Clark. Pete Clark actually left his position as a commissioner to run for mayor. So now he's not going to be a commissioner anymore. Even Jerry Demings had to step down as sheriff, right? So he could run for mayor. 
Uh, and he basically, and this is not a political term, he walloped him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw the results. We, yeah, it was. He, he had to get 50% plus one, and he got like 61%. Which is a lot for. It is. It's a lot. Especially in, in when politics, you two other people. Yeah, in politics, that's a lot. 61% is a lot. So he's not the only one that's sort of switching jobs. So he's going from sheriff over to Orange County Mayor. Teresa Jacobs, who is Orange County Mayor, is now going to be uh, chair chairwoman of the school board. Yeah, she sort of took over. She's going to take over that job. So there's all this sort of swapping around. Yeah, it's out with the old, but still kind of the old. Still, it's funny. A it's lot just, of people get all up in arms that you know we need change and we want new leaders, and but then they just reelect the people. Well, that yeah, are there, well, they which say is fine sometimes. Don't it, get me wrong. Listen. I worked in politics back in the day. I don't work in politics anymore for a reason. All of them are bad. <laughs> Anyone that seeks power Except over other people. Except for the one that I work for. I work for Chief uh, John Mina, who's running for Orange County Sheriff. He's great. He's a good guy. He's a good guy, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. But he also, Sheriff to me doesn't, I don't really count that. Yes, we elect them. Yeah. That's a whole different thing to me. Uh, that's the different, we can keep sheriffs out of that whole thing. Uh, I know it almost sounds like a sovereign citizen. Yeah, and yeah. Things, like, no, I know. It's, it's are, an odd thing to elect. I think it a is an odd thing, but I, I really, I like our choices for sheriff from the past few years. Even yeah. though, even when the ones I didn't like one, I still felt okay with it. So it's like, I also think the Orange County Sheriff's Department does a pretty good job as yeah. far as the sheriff's department in Florida does. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there's always room for improvement with any police force, but. As far as sheriff's departments go, they're not bad. So I don't like I said we had we had some interesting stuff happen, and um, but now we have sort of the rest of the races. We yeah. have all these other ones that will go till November. Probably uh, statewide, the biggest upset was with Andrew Gillum. Oh yeah, becoming that was a big uh, deal. the Democratic. Uh, very, uh, all my hipster friends and liberal <laughs> friends were very happy about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it sounded like the. Ron DeSantis thing, he was going to win. A lot of people thought he was going to win. Well, only, I mean, if I thought Adam Putnam was going to win, and I think a lot of people did, and then he just kind of fizzled out. Yeah, well, Putnam comes from old Florida land money, and I don't know why we'd ever elect an old Florida land money. They ain't done much for us yet. They've talked uh, about how he did, like, all the things you're supposed to do as a Republican. You, right. You, you work for the, the office, you go around the state, you shake hands, you kiss babies. But how politics are like today? Yeah, just totally different. Well, he also—I mean, his last name's Putnam. It's not a name that's new. I, I don't think anyone's ready for the old school anymore. Yeah, yeah. There's all. It's, it doesn't matter right, left, middle, center. None of them want that old landed gentry kind of thing. Yeah, and that might have been with ha what happened with Gwen Graham. Her dad, yeah. Bob Graham, was a uh, governor. Went on to be a senator. Met him. He was actually in Orlando. He was a super nice guy, but could have been the same thing. He just, you know, she had a last name that, you know, maybe you want something different. Plus, I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about Andrew Gillum here either. Yeah. He, he ran a good campaign. It was towards hard. the end. Yeah. A lot of people say that, you know, six months ago, four months ago, totally out of the race. Well, I also, I feel like in the last couple of years, we have decidedly had a very anti-predetermined streak lately. Uh-huh. I, I'm almost like there's a mandate for both political parties that there's no, like, the forerunner just doesn't win anymore. Yeah, yeah. Maybe people think, oh, he's going to win or she's going to win. They What's don't, that other person doing? Let's yeah. check out that other person. You know. So, anyway, we got a lot of turnover. It doesn't happen for a few more months. Uh, yeah. I think Sheriff Demings moves over in December, same as Teresa. I also feel like it's 
no offense to them, it's going to be like old boss, same as new boss, same as old boss. Like I don't feel like there's going to be too much drastic change. Yeah, I, I do want to see what Jerry Deming's going to do as Orange County Mayor. Oh, you though. mean oh, you mean locally? I, yeah, I just, okay. uh, yeah, dr- locally. I just feel like, you know, the <laughs> when things are going well, like I yeah. get it. Like you can't like do you shake things up that yeah. much? I'm sure there's some things about you know traffic yeah. and and transportation and uh, income equality and you know how do you get certain parts of Orange County to do as well as other parts of yeah. Orange County? I mean, we're at, I'm right now we're at uh, Grills, which I didn't say at the beginning. I usually do. We're here at Grills on Orange Blossom Trail, a great seafood restaurant. Yeah. Um, I live near here, but if you go west of here, sort of between here and Ocoee is Pine Hills and Hiawassee. Yeah. And, you know, n- lately, and when I say in the last 20, 30 years, not the not the most um, well-to-do part of town. Yeah. And so there are certain parts of town that do better than others. And so how do you bring up or how, how do you sort of bring jobs and 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 economic reform to places like over yeah. here so we'll see what happens without gentrifying too though exactly because exactly. gentrification just pushes it away yeah i yeah. mean i'm an orlando native i'm from here born and raised you know my family's lived here on and off forever yeah i mean since 1953 was when my uh, mom's dad came down here uh, so he got here at, 19, at 18 and then her family, my mom's uh, mom is all from Niceville. My dad's family's all from up there. We're Floridians for a long time. Orlando has gotten gentrified in a lot of places, and it hasn't kept up. I don't know where the money comes from that they have for these rents. Oh, I know. It's, I have no idea. We talk about this a lot on Bungalow on the Bus, and... Uh you know, there's there's it's hard to find a decent house for under fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Luckily, I mean, my wife and I, and she's here tonight. We we rented a house for a long time. Yeah. We had a great landlord, and it was like twelve hundred bucks. We lived on a golf course, but we got super duper lucky. Yeah, I mean, we eventually bought our house, and, and same thing, we got lucky buying our house. But trying to find a but decent we should, house, you shouldn't have to be lucky to find something. Oh, I know that. I mean, most jobs in this town don't pay a lot. No, exactly. You're right. You're right on that. And and to afford a, a decent house, I mean, I get it. I get it. A lot yeah. of people don't need to. You don't need to have a three, four, five hundred thousand dollar house if you can afford it. Great. But there's yeah. a lot of people that can't that still want to buy a house that have two decent jobs. I don't want anyone to have any less in America. I want no. everyone to have a little more. Yeah, but like, I mean, I knew when we went into looking for a house. I can't afford a $300,000 house. All right. I, I Actually, at the time, I probably could have. I could have not done anything in life and just paid for my house. Yeah. And I'm sure somebody would have given me that loan. But, but that's, that's irresponsible. But you shouldn't have but just I'm, enough to live. No, exactly. Yeah. There's not a lot of places in Central Florida, or, or I'll say Orlando area, yeah. that you can say, you know what? I just want like a $200,000 house or a $150,000 house that I don't have to fix up. There's just not a lot of those. No. And, you know, it's getting harder and harder for people with even couples with two incomes to say, all right, we want to buy a house for this much unless you get pretty far out. Yeah. Yeah. So. And if gas hits five dollars a gallon again, are we going to be able to afford to go from somewhere else? No, exactly. No, that's right. That's right. I mean, I was just back home in Michigan and we have some friends. It's crazy. We have some friends. They live in uh, Lansing, right by Michigan State. Yeah. We were chatting with them a little bit, and they bought their house three years ago. And their house is, you know, a decent house. Nothing super nice, but totally livable, uh, older house. 
and they're like, oh yeah, we paid sixty-eight thousand dollars for it. I'm like, that's insane. And like, it was there's cars in the parking lot that cost more than that. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of those in some yeah. of those northern cities where you can find a decent house for a hundred thousand dollars and and live there and raise a family. It's hard to do that here unless you're out way out. Yeah, and even then, good luck. Well, then you're. Okay, so if you work, I mean, I work, I got to be at work at 7 a.m. Uh-huh. And I leave work from anywhere from 4 to 7, right, in the afternoon. If I had to do an hour-long commute oh, yeah. on top of that, my 10-hour day turns into a 12-hour day. And now imagine somebody who yeah. doesn't have a car. Yeah. Well, how how can you? Three-hour commute. Yeah. To, no. go, to go nowhere. That's crazy. So, that, so with all that said, that's what... The new mayor, who uh, yeah. Jerry probably needs to start, th- Jerry Demings needs to th- start thinking about all politicians, not just the Orange yeah. County mayor. You know, how do you make Orlando affordable to live uh, for people that aren't making tons and tons yeah. and tons of money? All right, so we're going to move on from there. Can we talk about something fun now? <laughs> uh, no, we're going to talk about closing, actually. Did Aww. you ever go to the truck stop restaurant? No, actually, I did. Not right. when it was a truck stop. Thanks to you, it's closing. I understand. So this is in Thornton Park. It was there. It's been there for several months. It was a graffiti. Ju- I mean, it's been there for about a year, I think. Actually. Yeah, about a year. They uh, had comedy there for a while, and then stopped and brought it back. So and I just never got so down. Yeah, to it there. was a graffiti junction. Yeah, for a long time. A long time. Yeah. And it's funny when when my wife and I first moved to Orlando, that was the first restaurant we went to to eat because it was close by. It was yeah. downtown. We were checking it out, seeing if we liked it here. So we went to that graffiti junction, and I was like, this is so cool. There's, like, burgers and beers and outside and fun. And then, you know, uh, graffiti junction eventually left there and moved to where Wildside is. And then this place opened up, and the whole idea was like a a pop-up concept. At first, and then they kind of went away from that because they couldn't find – it's a good concept, but uh-huh. it, it misses the reality of why someone bought a food truck in the first place. Is that what it was, it was like? They chefs want, would come in. No, they were wanting to have like a food trucks, chefs to come in. But there's a reason why they got the truck. They don't want to come to the spot. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It, you know, it's I I know where they're coming from with that, but you'd almost have to pay the chef to come. Versus, I think I don't know how their deal worked, but also rent over there is ridiculous. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, Thornton Park's a, a great location, yeah. and you got to be turning a lot. It's of a money trendy over. neighborhood. Yeah, there's also not a lot of parking, so you rely no. on people in the neighborhood. Parking stinks over there, and there's a ton of other things to do right there. Yeah, so there's they actually four. already closed. I shouldn't say they are closing. Yeah. They closed last weekend. Yeah, and I wonder, what do you think? What do you think will go in there? What do you think could go in there? It's going to wind up being a casual restaurant of some kind. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if something like some Western franchise comes in or something like that. It's going to be another chain restaurant, I'm okay. sure. I, I could see that. It, because it's going to have to require the marketing that comes from a chain restaurant. I believe that. But there's no chain restaurants over there, really. I mean, I guess Graffiti Junction's a local chain. Local chain. It's going to be a multiple location restaurant, whatever it All is. All right. I could see something, that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you even turn into like a Four Rivers. That's not a bad idea. There's really no. I mean, there was a barbecue wild side, yeah. but their their barbecue was just. But so, they were so. they were they were they were yeah. wild side. And I, every time I walked by there, I didn't know what they actually sold. That's true. So the fact that you said they were a barbecue <laughs> restaurant, I think I've been there and didn't know it was a barbecue it restaurant. It would be a bad spot for a Four Rivers. The one thing with Four Rivers is they don't serve alcohol. Yeah. So like, I mean, you could you could obviously open a restaurant there, but I wonder if that spot has a liquor license and. I'm sure it does, but yeah. is there any particular reason why Four Rivers doesn't serve alcohol? Uh, yeah, because John Rivers is is religious. I think Ow. I could be wrong. I know he. I know he. I know he is, right. is part of a church and and right. does a lot of things with his faith, which is fine. So I think that's part of the reason. There's a lot of pastors popping a cold one right now, <laughs> and also, I mean, 
business business a lot of times trumps value sometimes. But and he might not need it though. It might I mean, not. He, he, he might well. not need it. I have no clue about yeah. him. To be I honest mean, with there's. You. I mean, obviously, there's some problems that come with alcohol. If you get people yeah. that overdrink, if he says, "Well, you know what? We don't need it. We make a ton of money on yeah, barbecue." He, listen, why he, bother? I think. Yeah, I, I think he's going into food service and stuff and is like selling it too. Like he's going the other way. But it might end up being something like um, a Cheddar's or uh, something like that. Would be interesting. I, something like I that. think the parking, though, kills a lot of that That's stuff. a lot of that. So it might not end up being anything. It would be interesting if they put – because there's really not like a nice restaurant over in Thornton Park. True. Everything's like everything's like grab a beer or whatever or have right. a sandwich. Nothing's like, okay, like a nice dinner with a – I would not be surprised if it straight up turns into another taco restaurant, though. It's, it's, <laughs> that's very possible. I mean, almost – you know, almost everything turns into a taco restaurant. I I don't know where we became the taco I city. I love tacos, but I, I love, love tacos, tacos too. Listen, that much. My last job was selling tacos. Like <laughs> I understand, I understand the appeal of tacos, but yeah, there's so many of them already. I know, I know. All right, moving on. Buco de Peppo. Yeah. What, do you like Buco de Peppo? I've only been one time. I have never been to a Buco de Peppo. What about Buga de Peppo? Oh, so so the the Buga de Peppo <laughs> in Maitland, the property is being sold for three point nine million, three point eight million dollars. So Brendan wrote about this on Bungalow. Or I guess he went over there and shot some photos or tried to talk to the owner and or the manager. Wasn't having it, yeah. I think. And then I, it sounds like he heard back from the owner of the property. So the business actually isn't going out of business. They're just trying to sell the property over yeah. there, uh, which is a, a you know, it's right across the street from the NZN, which recently got denied on their yeah. three screen or two screens or whatever. So it's okay. Buco de Peppo is staying. All right. Because they got a, a long lease over there. I'm sure they do. And it's one of them big corporation leases. True. Where it's like, no. Yeah. Just it basically the lease just says no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Gateway Orlando, do you know where that's at? No. No idea. Now. So Gateway Orlando is the high school? No, it's a Main Street district like College Park, okay. Soto, uh, or South Orlando, uh, Thornton Park. They're all these Main Street districts. Gateway Orlando is the district on Cimarron going to the airport. So, okay. Yeah, they, there's a bunch around town. So all right. This is the one. I'll, that I'm letting them have it. It's fine. Yeah. I guarantee they paid someone more than my yearly salary for that. Uh, for that. Yeah. So uh, the district is getting new bus stop yeah. artwork on the bus stops. Okay. So so this is the thing. So there's all this art around yeah. Orlando. Obviously, there's lots of murals on buildings. Yeah. People paint dumpsters. People do all this stuff. We're an artistic city. Yeah, exactly. And so the new thing is the Lynx is painting a series of their older bus stops. Uh, their bus shelters. Those, like... Those, like, mushroom-looking things? Yeah. They're going to put new, fresh artwork on there. Okay. That's it. All right. That's all. <laughs> I mean, they're trying, man. It's a sincere and earnest effort. It'd be Local. better if the buses ran better, but it's fine. <laughs> well, like, I you're get, right. I get the artwork thing, and I get... They're local. I, they're I, I, local I understand chewing gum and walking at the same time, but I would like to know how much they're going to spend on that, but how much they spent on the proposal to do that versus just... So they could have ripped them out and put new shelters in, according to this. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Let me see. They're decorating. Okay. They're decorating older shelters instead of ripping them out and replacing them. They're also ordering new shelters to install along Mercy Drive, which is actually nearby here. And it's paid for by a Lynx Capital Improvement Plan. So they add 40 to 60 new shelters every year. There's 4,400 
stops in service on links. Did you know that? I did know that. There's a lot of them. There's 600 shelters. And uh, anyway, it's just a way to beautify it, make it, it unique, is. make it different. And I'm okay with that. All right. If the buses rain better. All right. <laughs> I've never been on a Lynx bus. I did it once as an adult, and I rode up and down 436. Uh, I was going to do a a short film at Full Sail. Okay. And I was going from the Altamont Mall to Full Sail University. What was the movie? Uh, A fake Fallout movie. It doesn't. I didn't have a line. I was too fat for the the outfit of the leader. So they put. How do you give? How do you not give Big Tim a line? Well, I wasn't. I wasn't that famous yet. Uh, I wasn't that famous yet. Uh, also, there was no one spoke really except for the none of the Raiders did. But I died twice, <laughs> and I pulled my hamstring doing my own stunts. But I rode home on the bus, and uh, they had put me in. Wait, nobody would give you a ride after being in their movie? No, I didn't really jerks. ask them. I didn't really ask them. Still, like, I hey, thought, man, hey I, man, how are you getting home? Oh, I'm riding the bus. Oh, hop in my car. Well, if, if it makes you feel any better, I had a car when I auditioned for the part and then lost the car. Okay. So, like, that the car died. doesn't make you feel better at all. It makes you feel Listen, worse. my life's been hard, man. It's okay. I went through some vehicle <laughs> troubles in the past. I still have some every now and again, but it's fine. But I took the bus, and I, you know, I, I have a habit of falling asleep in public because I have no natural predators, so I can sleep wherever <laughs> I want. Maybe well, you have narcolepsy. I don't have narcolepsy. I had I just, a friend that had it. She was a redhead I have, like you. I have de- debilitating night terrors. It's not narcolepsy. <laughs> I know why I don't sleep. I just want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound good to say if night terrors, post-traumatic stress related. <laughs> so it's fine. But, so, but, I, but, you know, it's funny taking naps. Post-traumatic stress is not funny. <laughs> naps are fun. But it's the first time I've ever had someone tell me I couldn't nap there. And the reason why is because when I took the bus back, from Full Sail to the Altamont Mall, uh-huh. I got off to charge my phone, and I even paid for the massage chair, and I fell asleep in the massage chair. And I was in the fake dirt and the synthetic makeup for the character. <laughs> so I had a bunch of uh, movie dirt all over me. I was wearing a hoodie because it was cold. It was January. Yeah. And I'm wearing a, a hoodie, and I've got fake green veins everywhere. <laughs> and the guy came up to me, and he... He was a security guard. And he said, "Sir, you can't sleep here." And I was like, "I'm not homeless. I was just playing a short movie." And that's when he told me, "I promise you, that Paul Bart was his favorite movie." <laughs> Seriously, really, it really happened. And he told me, "Okay, well, you can't sleep there, but you don't have to leave." Nice. So, it's the first time I ever got disturbed. And you were? You, did you look like you were dead? With like the? Uh, no, I just looked homeless. You looked homeless because I had right. a bunch of fake dirt all over my face and hands. Because it was, I, I had to look like it was an apocalyptic radar. So wait, why did you go back to the Altamont Mall? Because I lived in Altamont. Oh, okay. And I was walking home from the bus stop. The okay, bus stop right. was in a mile and a half from my house. Man. I was charging my phone, and uh, I wanted to go back to that GameStop in the mall. <laughs> All right. We're, uh, we're, we're off to, we're gonna I know, have to we're get into the, the GameStop part of that story later. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're hanging out here at Grills. I got Big Tim with me. Brendan's out of town. Uh... Come come back and join us. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker, and filling in for Brendan O'Connor, I have with me local legendary comedian... Big Tim Murphy. Ah, thanks, baby. Only the weekly called me a local legend 
And well, it didn't I did. Work. So now you have two all right, people. All right, there you go. Noted journalist John Busdecker. Former called journalist. Well, noted. I, listen, when I'm playing it up, all right, you're noted. You're noted, okay? I, I appreciate it. You worked for multiple. Did I ever tell you I made the AP front wire? Is it, did you do a good thing or a bad thing? I did a I did a quote about a governor race in 2014. Okay. And they sent a reporter out to take a picture with me and everything. Really? Yeah, I said I was going to vote for the ghost of Lot and Child. <laughs> and that made that made the reporter laugh so much that he sent out a he sent out a photographer <laughs> and they they took a picture of me in front of Drunken Monkey. Yeah. And you know, I'm a large man, we all know this. I wasn't as big as I am now back then, but I'm still a large man. And I happen to have a friend there who was about five foot okay. and tiny, and they used the picture of the two of us sitting next to each other. It's like a Guinness World Record. Yes. <laughs> it really, you, it, it made me look like a giant, a giant. Or like a Ripley's photo. I yes. And it was, it wasn't that flattering, you know? I Big mean, man I, wants to vote for a ghost. Yeah. Well, it was at the end of an undecided voter or an uh, independent voter, a young voter thing, yeah. right? But, um. Uh, it's funny, though, I, I actually tweeted with a reporter, because I was on the front page of 46 second-tier newspapers oh, or whatever. Nice. Not, you know, I need to find this photo. I've I, probably you, seen if it. If you Google uh, vote for the ghost of Lot and Childs, you'll find it. Uh, but it's funny, I, I tweeted with the reporter. I asked him, I was like, so you gonna be make, are you going to make me famous now? I literally got no Twitter followers. No. <laughs> I got no traction from all that. That's terrible. So, so with that story, I should say we are here at Grills hanging out uh, on Orange Blossom Trail. Seafood restaurant. If you don't like seafood, they have beers and uh, burgers as well. They also make apparently very good ribs. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. So we're hanging out here. We're talking about all things downtown Orlando and all the places around there like College Park and Thornton Park and Ivanhoe and all the places in the Bungalow District, which you can find all the news on bungalower.com and if you like what we hear what you're hearing tonight go to go to iTunes or Google Play and search for Bungalow on the Bus and you can catch up on all of our old episodes. So uh, we left before what were we talking about? Something crazy. It doesn't matter anymore. You were talking about something crazy. It doesn't matter. So I had a uh, I had a poke bowl. Do you like poke, Big Tim? I've only had it never. So <laughs> do you know what poke is? It's uh, like uh, raw fish on top of rice, a wine style yes. kind of. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So I had that here tonight at Grills. It was actually very good. Uh, there's a new poke restaurant opening in Mills Fifty. It's called Poke Hana. Okay. Kind of like Pocahontas, I feel right. like. I feel like they're playing off that, but maybe I not. I think they are, but I think they won't admit it. Yeah, so it's the it's a poke-centric concept by the people who did uh, King Bao. Oh, all right. So that fella, uh, he's been on Vice, and he has that TV show about him fresh off the boat. I think so. No, that's him. I, okay. not, this is not a thing I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> how to pronounce his name. Do you, Eddie Wong? I don't I, think that's the same guy. No, that's the same guy. Is it? The King Bao guy, is that because his family's from here. Okay. All right. Do you like King Bao? I've never been. No. I keep meaning to go, but they're, they're little tiny. Like I'm aware. They're, okay. They're, they're like 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 Asian they're, tacos. They're like steamed buns. They're the Vietnamese. It's the Vietnamese dish. It's it's almost like a Vietnamese empanada kind of. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, chicken in there and fish. They and, can have all kinds of stuff in there. It just it, parking's bad. And parking. I also didn't have disposable income till now. Now I'm oh, working. Right. Now man. you got a job. Yeah, I know. I'm working for Precision Garage Doors. Selling garage doors. It's mostly doing estimates on. How them. much does a garage door cost? 
Oh, man, I don't know. It depends on... There's so <laughs> many that's options. that's your job. No, I do know, but there's just like... There's single so many options. Single car garage, 10 feet tall, 10 feet wide. 10 feet wide? That's definitely not the traditional... Okay. Uh, it's usually, I think, you know... You're putting me on the spot. It depends on the options. Depends on the manufacturer. What are they range? Just give me a range. I don't know. It, like sixteen hundred to really? a little more than that. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I mean, at least with us. But no, we, I'm sure that's we right. We also use the fancy part. Like we have all uh, all bespoke parts. Okay. So we get higher than average parts. Great. It's kind of like you ever bought a an alternator from AutoZone? No. Have you ever bought any auto parts at all? Probably. All right. Well, usually they'll give you. They'll, they'll give you like a good, better, best. Okay, yeah. We're like the best. You're the best. So we're more expensive, but only the first time because we got that fancy warranty. That's right. We cover what parts of labor and all. All right, all right. So, yeah. So anyway, yeah, they're uh, opening a new poke restaurant. Uh, I don't know when it's supposed to open. Let me see here. Eh, it'll open soon. Hasn't hasn't announced it yet. You know, there's only like five cents each one of them things. You could have read them. I know. Before you got I know. Your- <laughs> you think so? This is why Brendan is a is a uh, is the one that can't be replaced. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually just here for for color commentary. Yeah. I gotcha. So he does all we're, the work. We're both the Dennis oh, Millers of Monday Saturday. We're there both the go. Dennis Millers of Monday Night Football up here. <laughs> <laughs> Open Saturday, September first. So go check it out. Get a poke bowl. Over in the Mills 50 district. So, I, I do you like raw fish? Are you a big raw fish fan? Not really, man. No? I mean, I, again, not a lot of disposable income for a long time. Very poor for a long time. Okay. All I right. got my first direct deposit since Obama was president today, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, there is another closing. Oh. And I'm sad about this one because uh, I don't know if we recorded there or not. I don't think we recorded there, but I went there. And it was so good, and I and I gave it props on the radio, and I told all my friends, this is where you need to go get Bami sandwiches, and they closed. It's a place called Ma Bistro, yeah, right next to Sam Flax. Super uh, good. I know what you're talking about. Guy yeah. opened like a year ago. Um, just really good food, and the owner came out and he gave us like all this food when we were there the first time, and just you know try this. Try Probably that. Why in business no more. Yeah, but uh, they closed, so they're uh, they're closing up. But they're opening a fine dining Vietnamese restaurant right next door. Okay, called Z Asian Vietnamese Cuisine. One, say that one more time. Z Asian Vietnamese Cuisine. Okay. Well, I mean, Vietnamese cuisine's got a lot of French influences from the French colonial It's very stuff. true. It's very, and and I'm sure it's going to be real from. good. I mean, yeah. And them sandwiches are real good. I, there's so many Vietnamese restaurants, though. I feel like you really got to do something different. I don't... Or you just do the good consistently with a good parking lot. True. true. Were, they were in a weird spot. It's hard to get there. That 50 backs up. Yeah. I mean, if you, you could park behind, but you're right. There's nowhere to park in front there. Do you eat a lot of Vietnamese? Not really, friend. No? Oh, wait. Because of the disposable, disposable income. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, wait. Do, do, do you like Vietnamese? Oh yeah, I love All Vietnamese right. food. All right. I love it. To, I I love it a lot. I've been a few times that pho was good, and like, yeah, I love spring rolls. Yeah, I love all that. It's all fantastic. I just it says fine dining. I just don't know how fine it can be, right there to do well. Like I, I think so. This I had a conversation about this not too long ago. It, it's the same with Chinese food. Like a lot of people don't want to pay. A lot for Chinese food because they're so used to paying $8 for like a giant mound of chicken. Yeah. It's the same with Mexican food. I had a conversation with Jason Chin who owns uh, Reyes downtown. 
sort of a nicer Mexican restaurant. And people come in, they're like, why do I pay 15 or $18 for enchiladas when I can get them for $6 over there? He's like, well, because... Because have, we use better meat. Yeah, we better, use yeah. real meat, and like I make the sauce, yeah. and you know, so it's hard to get people used to paying a little bit more money for. Well, food. It's also hard to have the money to do that. True. So you know, you're talking about that 16 hour enchilada. Before I had this job, I'd budget for that. Yeah. You know, that's that. I mean, hauling junk or working the taco cart. That's you know, twenty. You know, and I tip good. Because I'm a six foot two, five hundred pound ginger uh-huh. redneck that's usually wearing overalls, you know. So I want them to remember that I wasn't a savage, uh-huh. you know. So I tip probably forty percent. So you figure forty percent on that sixteen bucks. I'm looking at twenty five hours with a drink. Yeah, yeah. You know that's a lot of tips, man. If sure. A dollar right. a taco on a tip, you know that's that's a lot. You got a favorite taco spot in Orlando? Gringos Locos. I, I, I really. I mean. I don't think of them as Mexican tacos. Yeah. Straight up, they're not Mexican tacos. True. Sometimes you don't want that, though. Sometimes they, you, want, sometimes that, you like, want that cilantro taco. Sometimes you don't. But they're my favorite taco, but my favorite Mexican food is ponchos on OBT, which used to be... the. It's the same kind of food that used to be Beto's, which okay. was one, one of the great tragedies of this town. You know, it's not necessarily Orlando. It's kind of Castleberry. Yeah. There used to be a, a little, like, kind of dirty spoon... Mexican fast food place on the corner of 436 and 7092 okay. called Beto's. And it was open 24 hours. And if you went at the certain times of night and you wanted substitutions in English, you might as well not have done it. Because, <laughs> I mean, they, they knew what you were saying by the order and they were polite about it. Uh-huh. But you want to get in the finer details of it. I don't speak Spanish. They didn't speak a lot of English. So you're asking for things. Eventually, they basically just trained me. To ask it in Spanish, <laughs> like uh, I was ordering a steak Texano burrito, which is really a California burrito. Yeah, but I wanted it without the, you know, I got them good. They they love me. I went up there a lot. I'm trying to think when did it close? It closed. Oh man, probably five or six years ago. Okay. Do you know what it is now? No. A Chipotle. Oh, that's terrible. Stab me in my heart from <laughs> the depths of you know. I can't. I don't. No, you don't what, say that. Yeah. I don't remember you can say that yet. Just oh man, it hurt my heart, man. Yeah. But that same place on OBT, which is it's not as open as late. But what's and, it called? Uh, I think it's Ponchos up Ponchos. there. Ponchos. Uh, it's because there's like a Tantos and a Reyes. And yes. a, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's over that it's way. one of them things. If you Google Ponchos, I'm sure it'll kind of come up or. Just Google Mexican food OBT that area. I need to get down there and get some some Mexican food. Yeah, it's real good. I mean, there's bars on the window, which means you know it's good. Yeah, it's got to be good. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't stay in business if the bars ain't. If you have to put bars up on the window and the food's no good, people just don't come. I think they need they need more late night places in Central Florida. I have this problem, and we talk about this all the time on Bungalow or the Bus. I was just home in Michigan. And there's just so many places that are open so late in Michigan. Like yeah. I can literally get good food at one in the morning. Well, because they have factory shifts at in that. True, no, that's yeah. very true. But I mean, there's less and less factories, and they're just so used to having it. Yeah. I mean, I I got off a plane. This first day we were there. My wife and I went. Got off a plane. Nine o'clock. Went to a bar and had like an awesome meal at like eleven thirty at night. And then the next night we didn't get there till like midnight and got awesome pizza. And they were. Well, I mean, the, the Verona's on, down on uh, on Orange next to Sack okay. is up until like four, and that's True. good pizza. All right. I mean, you but can. Like, you, but but again, but you don't sit down. You don't and sit like, down. Yeah. I, I understand. Listen, yeah. I'm as a man who used to work nights. I'd get off at work at three thirty if it was early, and four yeah. if it was late. Where'd you go? 
basically Wawa. Yeah, I was say Denny's, Wawa, and Denny's, IHOP. I don't, Denny's and IHOP bother me. I don't, you know, like, I don't <laughs> like that kind of thing. It just, I feel like I shouldn't have to pay that much to have, normally it's slow because it's like one person working and, you know, they're overworked and then I feel bad and I'm tipping 100% and stuff. And it's just like, you know, because I know how hard that job is. And yeah. she's usually been working there for 25 years. And it's just like, oh, man. So I don't. I get feeling guilty. It's like, I can't afford to tip 100%. <laughs> uh, you know, I might be poorer than her. So you go to Wawa. <laughs> I go to Wawa and get a club sandwich. Okay. All right. And their sandwiches aren't bad. They're not bad. But, again, it's because they're open at 4 a.m. The bathroom was clean. I can use the Coke Freestyle machine. So, I mean, they should have a, a good 24-hour diner in Orlando. They should. Somewhere. I mean, there's Waffle House, but Waffle yeah. House is... It's, I mean, but but locally owned, just good food. I, I mean, know, you they, go to Pom Poms fairly late. True. No, you're right. And you go and you to Taco Chino late, too. Taco Chino late, but Taco Chino is hard to park at, too, but man. But it's still one of those things where it's yeah. not like Gringo's Locos is open late. But they're not sit-down. I know they're like, not sit-down. Hey, I'm just going to, like, get an omelet at 4 in the morning. Yeah. They need more of that. Someone doesn't bring you more coffee. Exactly. Exactly. So, Z-Asian is supposed to open soon in the fall. Apparently, so we'll. Well, see we don't really have seasons, so <laughs> later this year. How about that? So, uh, so <laughs> this is a funny thing that Brendan put up. It's um, somebody found all the local coffee shops in Orlando and made yeah. a Google map out of it. Yeah. And so, if you look at the map, is it shaped like a mouse? <laughs> <laughs> They're just sort of. I don't know. It's an interesting map. Here, I'll show you here, Tim. All right. If you look at the map. You know, it it shows foxtail and credo and yeah. and gratitude and and just all these sort of locally owned shops. And it's funny the thing that jumped out to me, the first thing I looked at, and this goes back to what we were talking about earlier <laughs> about income inequality. If yeah. you look at the map, there are like no coffee shops in Pine Hills and Paramore. There's I think there's one in Paramore, but there's kind of, but it's on Church Street. Yeah, uh, but there's also none. On Gore, there's none like Underhill and Primrose. Or no, it's and just, yeah. I mean, it's just like coffee there's, shops only open in certain parts of town, apparently. There's none, yeah, I mean, there's none over by the Fashion Square Mall, uh-uh. you know. I mean, well, there's kind of, there's, you know, at Bumby, but there's nothing past Bumby. No, in no. So anyway, I, I thought that was a little interesting when you look at a map like that and you, it, it sort I of shows. more. You think there, there's well, not, it's not counting the the Starbucks, not or whatever, Starbucks yeah. and all that, and and probably Orlando's. I don't know. There's they're getting to be more. I mean, Foxtail is really taking over. I mean, they're they open their one in Winter Park. There's one. In, Shout out to their parent company too. They made the T-shirts for the Orlando Indie Comedy Fest. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's A-K-T. great. That's great. They're but they're good people. They're opening up another one. Uh, funny enough, not too far from here on Lee Road. Do you know where Rhino Subs used to be? Yes, I know exactly where they So used that to be. closed right next yeah. to Christner's. Um, they're opening up a Foxtail right next door is a Dunkin' Donuts. I believe so it. They, they have some, some gumption to oh, say, well, you know what? We're going to open right next to you, here's Dunkin' the thing. Donuts. The people that are going to go to Dunkin' Donuts won't go to Foxtail. It's true. And the people who go to Foxtail might go to Dunkin' Donuts that was there, but not, the, not before. It's true. They're two no, different right. markets, man. You're right. You're right. It's interesting, though, because... Once again, when you look at this map, I mean, a lot of them are in Winter Park, downtown, uh, you know, near the university. Yeah. To open a shop on Lee Road, well, their OBT is, I mean, that's not exactly a, a high-end area over there. No, but you know what it is next to? Huh. An I-4 exit that's pretty busy. Very true, yeah. It's near the highway before and after work. Uh, but also, 
by putting it next to Dunkin' Donuts, they've already established that there's coffee at the Dunkin' Donuts. True. If you don't like Dunkin' Donuts coffee, but you've been getting it from there before, uh-huh. this new place opens up next door that has vegan food. And all yeah. Because they'll have, yeah. I think it's just a drive-thru, though. I don't even think it's, because uh, like I said, it used to yeah. be at Rhino Subs. I don't think there's anywhere to sit there. I, even if it's a drive-thru, is still, I mean, yeah. Exactly. It's Your funny. Go there. Uh, right over there. So there's a Walmart over there. There's a Sam Ash Music. There's a shopping plaza there. When I was a reporter back at the Sentinel, one of my first early video stories where I was actually on camera, yeah. there was a bikini barista shop. Oh, man. <laughs> Them <laughs> things was, aggravate me so much. It, it was only open for like a year. And the guy who ran it, uh, I he's probably long gone. He. He seemed a little shady, I'll say. Yeah. Uh, the women who worked there, they're all very nice, and they're all wearing like lingerie when I went there and yeah. shot the video. Video did very well. I believe that. Oh, I believe that, friend. <laughs> oh, you mean people want to look at good-looking women in lingerie? Yeah, but like only stayed open for like eight months or so. because well, that the gimmick doesn't last long. No, because you got to because the people that want to go to that don't want to go to that all the time. They're going there. Yeah, yeah, they go once. It's, it's like, I don't like the bikini car wash is still open, but that's because they do an actual real good car wash. <laughs> and I've, it's never, also, I've seen it. I've never actually got my car washed there. Neither have I, because I've never had a car worth washing <laughs> there. I have a couple times, but I never, I never once thought to myself, you know where I want to get it done? The parking lot of a Sitco. Yeah. Um. I I only know of that. Baywash place. is what it's called. Baywash. <laughs> I only know that it does well because the owner of that would come to the cart sometimes. Okay. When I was the cart a, was at uh, Dance's Dance Royale. Yes. So I was working the cart that's there. And, uh, yeah, so he'd come by and, you know, yeah, he does fine. He tips well. Good. Uh, and he, he's doing good. So, yeah, coffee, lots of coffee all around Orlando. You know, I, I, I just thought that was interesting sort of seeing that map there and uh, kind of checking out where they, where they are. Yeah. Um, All right, Tim. Did you happen to see Mayor Dyer's Twitter feed this this week? I I can't say that I did, no, you sir. Haven't. You don't I, follow Mayor Dyer on I Twitter. I don't Twitter. You don't Twitter. No. That's okay. That's okay. So he uh, it was a it was a funny photo. It's him with Jay Z. All right. Because they're buds, I guess. All right. But no, Jay Z and Beyonce were uh, in Orlando. Did you go to that show? No, I didn't. No? I, I might have. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm a big fan of both of them. Really? I'm not a huge fan of both of them, but I like both of them. All right. Well, and I were... believe tickets weren't that expensive because they were at the arena or whatever. Oh, well, yeah. They were at the Camping World yeah. Stadium. So lots of seats there. You mean the Citrus Bowl? Yeah. Well, is that what you call it? <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm doing a bit. <laughs> yeah, they played on uh, unless Wednesday. they Unless they sponsor the show, it's Citrus Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> they, they played Wednesday. So Mayor Dyer gave Jay-Z a proclamation. Yeah. Uh, because he was here in town. Okay, we got not? this sort of photo. You ever you ever seen those proclamations where it's like, whereas yeah, Tom and Dan Jay- got one. Yeah, they did. They did. You know, whereas Jay Z and Beyonce are in town for their OTR. I, I love he just wore a white t shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when you're Jay Z and you have. Oh, listen, I wouldn't have dressed up either. No. So no. so yeah, he gave him this proclamation. I guess I, I think before the show. And part of it has to do with their... Because I'm pretty sure this is at the show. Yeah, I, I meant before the <laughs> yeah. show. I know, but uh, I'm just saying, like, Jay-Z didn't go to the mayor's office. I no, think that's I why don't he's think in, so. I, no. that's, that's what I love about this, is that the mayor of the town I'm born well, and raised in... I, I mean, I think they go to a lot of shows because the 
the city has boxes, like suites, yeah. at all the spots. And they actually auction off a lot of that stuff. Do they? But I think they're allowed to buy the tickets if they want. I could be wrong on that. Mayor might get some special perks. I mean... He ain't a bad mayor. And they no, he's a good guy. He he's actually been on Bungalow on the Bus. He was on yeah. one of our early shows when me and Brent were like, hey, would you be on a show? He's like, yeah. And we recorded from his office. Yeah, he's as far like, again, I, 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 I don't want to sound like mean to local politicians, but I, as far as politician goes, he's one of the good ones, I guess. You know, He's a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he gave him this proclamation, but part of it has to do with their philanthropic yeah. efforts. Because I guess Jay-Z and Beyonce are on this North American tour, worldwide tour, whatever. And everywhere they stop, they are giving uh, scholarships to kids that don't have enough money to go to yeah. school. And I thought I heard on the radio. They gave $100,000 in Evans. They did. So I thought I heard on the radio that they were only doing it in a few cities, but then apparently maybe they're doing it in all of them. So, yeah, a kid from from Evans High School here in Pine Hills, I think his name's Keyshawn Morgan, he got a $100,000 scholarship, and he was just like, it was like blew blew him out of his mind. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it would blow me out of my mind too if I was a. Apparently, he was. He's not like the top student in the yeah. class or nothing. He was just you know somebody that's a good student, but yeah. maybe doesn't have enough to go. The to intangibles school. are better than the A student. I totally. Gotcha. And so he got a, a hundred thousand dollars scholarship, and I guess he's trying to figure out where he's going to go. Yeah. And the story in the Orlando Sentinel said that he's he's thinking about going to Harvard and. Yeah. But yeah, I guess they took him. I think they took him to the concert and they announced it before yeah. it started, like on a video screen. And he was just like blown away, and they have video of it. So I mean, imagine like going to a concert, which is already cool. It's already two of the biggest entertainers in business. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh yeah, you get a hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I mean, it sounds awesome. I'm glad. It, I'm glad they did that. Like that's that's a they should do that. Yeah. They should. I mean, they they got the money. I they guess. got the money. I mean, they don't have, but they don't have. They don't to have do that to. I, listen. And that's why I applaud them for it. I don't. I we don't live in a vacuum. Like I know. Yeah. I, I, listen, I've never had that much money. I don't know if I'd give a hundred thousand dollars away if I had Jay Z money. <laughs> I really. I'd like to pretend I would. Sounds but like I don't you know. would tip that much every time I, you. I go might. Out. I might because I get scared. <laughs> get scared. They'd say Big Tim Murphy's a bad tipper. You know. But it's only on things that I get that I have to pay for. Yeah. It's, I've been getting free Diet Coke at the Bull and Bush forever, <laughs> and I don't think I've tipped them in forever. But I haven't had to pull out any money in a long time. So, you know. I go to Sunny's. I, I get that girl sixty percent cool every time. That's a cool story. So, Big Tim, I got to thank you. Thanks for having for me, for being on Bungalow on the Bus. Uh, we miss Brendan, but we were happy that you are here. You signed up for this. We got I to did. hang out at Grills. We did. You got some cheese <laughs> stuff, fried shrimp. It was the most absurd thing I've had in a while. That is the most non-kosher thing I think. It wasn't. Like you can't eat. There's cheese and there's shrimp and there's. You can't eat any of that stuff. But again, I'm not Jewish. I'm no, a Quaker. True. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Quakers don't have any dietary restrictions. <laughs> I'm, I'm allowed to have whatever I want. I also don't have to wear a planes dress. You know. <laughs> but thank you so much for being on tonight. Uh, and we will see you next week. Yeah. And maybe Brendan will be back from Canada. If not, Big Tim's going to be back. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> it's going to be uh, Big Tim in the bus. That's, a, that's, a good that's not bad. It. That's not bad. All right. That's we'll see bad. you guys next week. <laughs>